Mesut. What's up, guys? Today I have a, another guest on my podcast. His name is Alex Dore. He's a very good friend of mine. He's actually a trainer. He's been in the industry for, it's crazy to even say this. He's been in the industry for more than 25 years. He's been a kinesiologist. Uh, kinesiologist um, for 15 years. Um, You may not see him because you're listening to this podcast, but if you actually do follow this guy after this podcast is over, you're going to think this guy is, I would say, no older than 30 years old, 35. And so I'm going to put you on, before we started this podcast, I actually asked Alex, if uh, there's any questions he doesn't want me to ask him. And he said, quote, unquote, I'm an open book. Um, keep in mind uh, this podcast, I'm going to be talking in English. He's going to be talking in French. Why? Because he's just more comfortable in French, uh, which is cool. So I'm going to put you on the spot, Alex, right now by asking you, because I've known you for a while and I've known you for at least 10, 20 years now, 20, more than 20 years. Yeah, more than 20 years. And I'll be very honest with you. You you haven't aged and I love busting your balls, but uh, I got to give it to you, man. You haven't aged a bit. So can you please tell my listeners uh, how old you are? And then I'll continue with your introduction. You make it look like I'm like 65 year old. Man. Yo, I, boy, hey, shit. You, you're old, bro. I just want to know how old yeah, you I'm are. Old, I'm, old now. I'm, I'm 45. I'd be 45. Uh, this what year. the fuck? Yeah. Anyways, this motherfucker is 45 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would actually see him or follow him and see what he does in the gym, you would think he's no older than 30 to 35 years old. Awesome. Um, so a little brief introduction, uh, just in case I didn't say enough. Um, a little fun fact. Uh, this guy is so well-knowledged. Well-knowledge. I don't even know if that even makes sense, but he knows so much of the industry and he, he he's he's so well educated he's um i would say a man of many talents and what i mean by that he has trained some of the world's greatest crossfit athletes like pat vellner um and he actually coached uh the women's figure skating team how old are they again i fit synchronized uh, uh... So sorry, synchronized skating. So, so that's the difference. Won the world championship a, a month ago. And they recently just won the world championship for the first time, I believe, right? In Quebec, uh, yeah. That's crazy. And um, the name is the Supreme de Saint Leonard. Oh, the Supreme de Saint Leonard. So a little shameless plug right there. Yeah. And you've also trained so two different sports, two very different disciplines. And you've also trained some of Quebec's uh, uh, Insta-famous celebrities like our very own Jade Stump from our very famous yet pathetic show that I love to watch and judge, um, Occupation Dub. So without uh, further ado, I'd like to introduce you guys once again to Alex Dorib, the 45-year-old, uh, the 30-year-old looking 45-year-old man. So... Um, Alex, I have you on here today because uh, I don't know why the hell I have my phone super close to my freaking mouth. Um, I have you here today uh, because uh, you know a lot of shit. And one thing I love about you is... Uh, I've been through a lot of shit. <laughs> huh? You've no, been through it. a lot of shit. You've been through a lot of shit. 
you know a lot of shit and you've definitely seen, uh, seeing how you're much older than me, uh, I gotta have to throw it in there. You have a kid now, you're getting older. Yeah, for real. Um, You've seen fitness uh, change, uh, I could actually say from generation, right? And you've seen all these different trends from when you started and yet, I've known you for a long time now through track and field, and I've seen you train all these different types of athletes, all these different types of uh, Monsieur, Madame, Tout le monde, I would say, and yet you've never changed your approach to fitness. You've never changed, uh, you've never like, um, you've never gave in to the, the, the super cool, fancy bullshit that we see on Instagram. And yet you still deliver, you still deliver incredible results, not just for your Monsieur, Madame, Tout le monde clients, but you deliver incredible results with your athletes. And one of the great examples is um, you taught synchronized figure skating uh, to a group of how many girls? On the, on the ice at the same time? Well, like how, like, yeah, like how many, uh, 15 of 20, 20 athletes. so you train the group of 15 to 20 young girls, uh, in hopes that where they could win the world championships in, uh, synchronized skating, correct? Exactly. And yet they fucking won. This has never happened before. I'm not trying to say that you were the secret, uh, weapon, no. but. I just want to ask you. So I just want to ask you, um, how the fuck do you do it, dude? Like you've been, you've proven this time and time again. And um, like I said, you've never changed your approach. And I just wanted to really talk to you about, I wanted to ask you, get you on here and talk to you about like, what the fuck's your trick, bro? You're 45 years old and you're training these incredible athletes, these celebrities, and yet every single person who are so different, they all have, they all have achieved incredible success under your wing. Now, this is, by the way, one of the very few compliments I'm going to give you. Because uh, uh, for those who don't know, but I just wanted to know, man, like, what is your trick? What is your approach? How do you, like, uh, how do you go about this? Ben, honnêtement, tu sais, je viens un peu de la vieille école de, de, de l'entraînement. Ce que j'ai appris au départ, voilà, 20 years ago, moi, ça vient des, des gens qui ont, qui ont traîné avant moi, 20, 30. Fait, ma base, mes fondations sont toujours, ont toujours été les mêmes, tu sais. Puis j'ai appris genre des, des écoles polyquin, des, des écoles, de, 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 je, je regarde un peu les anciens aussi comme Eric Thibault et euh, Christian Thibodeau. Mon mentor, moi, c'est Stéphane, Stéphane Cazot, qui, euh, qui est de Kilo Strength Society. C'est des gars de Montréal qui sont maintenant, qui sont à Miami. Il y avait un gym en Californie, maintenant, ils euh, sont, sont à Miami. So, are they like 70 years old? They're, they're my age. Okay, okay, they're right. Okay, sorry. Eux, eux aussi ont appris, de, puis moi, j'ai appris d'eux après, puis tu sais, en fait, tout, tout ça pour dire que je n'ai jamais changé mon approche, mon approche parce qu'elle fonctionne. Fait que pourquoi je, pourquoi changer, une, changer une recette si ça fonctionne? Et la base, moi de, que ce soit monsieur, madame, tout le monde, la population générale mais, ou, ou un athlète d'élite, la plupart du temps, c'est tu veux les rendre plus forts, plus vite, plus... plus, plus euh, toutes, toutes les mêmes fondations dans la pyramide. T'sais. Avant d'aller dans des skills, j'entraîne pas vraiment des skills. Comme moi, les, mettons les filles de patin, 
I don't train skills. Je ne vais pas sur la glace leur montrer yeah. comment faire. Ce que je veux, c'est que ce que je vais leur montrer dans le, dans le gym soit applicable. Ils sont capables de le transférer sur la glace en tant que tel. Il y a plein de manières de, de tricker ça, de travailler un peu par rapport aux skills qu'ils doivent travailler. Mais la base est la même en tant que tel. Avoir des bons squats, avoir un bon, euh, être fort de, du haut du corps, avoir un bon core strength. Euh, après, après il y a plein d'autres trucs de même que, que tu peux rajouter. Mais la base, c'est je veux les rendre plus forts, plus vite plus, et, et tout ça. Hein. That is, uh, you just, that's actually you just mentioned something that kind of uh, got me going now. Um, so obviously I'm a fucking trainer. I have this podcast. And uh, one of the biggest things that frustrates me a lot is how uh, I do train athletes. And uh, some of them are hockey players, some of them are soccer players, whatever, but whatever sport, I always get these parents Most of the parents, because usually the, tra the, the kids that I train, they're like, they're like maybe 14, 15. They're not old enough to like afford a trainer, right? Mm -hmm. And I get these parents, and I'm sure you have a fair share. I don't know if you have this same frustration. I think you know where I'm going with this because you're smiling already. And these guys uh, expect or they assume that like I'm going to get them from point A to point B, like, for example, you just said a great example. Like when you get these figure skaters, you're not teaching them any fucking tricks. You're not teaching them how to do like a, uh, I don't know. A, a, I don't know any figure skating trick, axle, you know? whatever, an axle, whatever. Like I'm not the one teaching them that. However, what I am teaching and what I am somewhat strengthening is their ankle mobility, yeah. right? And their, their squats and the, the, their ability to um, balance on one leg and not really balance all on their knee, and, but more on their hip and, you know, hip mobility, all these things. And these parents are like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. I just want to make sure my kid is able to jump. Right. Uh, and like, it frustrates, it frustrates the crap out of me because when these kids are with me, all I have is an hour with them right and mm -hmm. i do my job but it's up to the kid to like you know shut the fuck up and listen you know what i mean and then at the end the majority of the kids they 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 excel guaranteed they excel because they've never done anything like this before but um it's just the mindset of these fucking parents of athletes who poor and let's be real here we're like we're expensive you know what i mean like training is expensive now Exactly. But because these parents feel, and I don't want to talk about all parents, just from my experience and in the sports industry, just because you invested $5,000 in us does not mean your kid is going to make it to the fucking NHL or all that stuff. So I wanted to ask, like, um, you literally got these kids to win. Well, you helped these kids Uh, win the world championship, Pat Vellner, all this stuff, and God knows how many other athletes. Have you ever experienced that? Now that you're 45 fucking years old, I'm, I don't know if it's like, if you've experienced that 20 years ago and it's the still the same shit, or is it like the same Satsu Shanji uh, over the top? No, c'est sûr que eux, c'est pas leur job de connaître les étapes. C'est à moi, c'est à moi yeah. de leur dire c'est yes. quoi les étapes, qu'est-ce qu'ils ont besoin en tant que tel. C'est toi le professionnel, puis faut que tu mettes la, déjà la, la, 
la base, il était pour dire, c'est moi professionnel, I know what I'm doing. Fait que voici c'est quoi ton athlète a besoin. Mais tout ça, ça passe par une évaluation dans laquelle, ou euh, au moins un minimum d'évaluation. Tu ne peux pas prendre l'athlète qui arrive et dire, OK, on va faire ça, ça, ça. Il faut que tu prouves aux parents ou que tu leur montres sur papier ou presque, dire c'est quoi, quoi les lacunes de ton athlète, pourquoi il ne saute pas haut et sur quoi qu'on va travailler. Je pars du point A pour aller au point D, C et whatever. Il faut que j'aille au point B avant. Puis ce point B-là va m'amener au point C. Ensuite, j'aurai. C'est pour ça que d'où l'importance après ça de montrer c'est quoi une programmation d'entraînement. Mm. Montrer que c'est quoi, c'est comment tu connais ton, 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 ta job puis à quel point que tu es, es capable de décortiquer sa, son, son année, son, son mois, son, son six mois ou bien la, la, le temps avant sa prochaine compétition euh, de majeure. Tu sais. C'est quoi les étapes qu'on va faire? Puis c'est quoi les blessures qui, qui, peuvent, qui risquent d'arriver? Ou bien c'est quoi, quoi anatomiquement au niveau de. <rire> je, je saute de. de... Non, non, go ahead, bro. De choses de, de chose à dire, mais. Un, entra... un entraîneur ne peut pas. Tu peux pas être un bon entraîneur vraiment si tu ne connais pas au moins l'anatomie du corps. OK? Mmh. Les muscles, les attachements, les origines et insertions, au moins, de, au moins un minimum. De un minimum, oui, exactement. Si je ne connais pas les, pas les pièces d'une voiture. Ça même <rire> parce que tu es dans, dans un gym. Tu peux pas, tu travailles avec le corps humain, il faut au moins que tu connaisses le corps. Il faut que tu sois capable d'expliquer aux parents, de dire ben, OK, ben, il y a un vagueux interne. Okay, pour ça, ben, okay, euh, je travaille au niveau du VMO, je travaille au niveau de la bandelette, au niveau de, du TFL, fessier moyen, stabiliser la hanche et tout ça. Il faut que tu dises OK, c'est quoi. Il faut que tu prouves aux, aux parents. Moi, à chaque fois j'ai un nouveau client, je me sens l'obligation de prouver encore que je suis, que je suis un bon trainer. Quelques personnes me connaissent. Il faut que je me prouve à eux. Il faut que je me prouve à eux de dire que je suis capable de faire ça. Voici c'est quoi. Je me donne une pression à moi-même à chaque fois. Sinon, ta tête qui avance, tu t'oublies des étapes. Tu es un peu partout. Tu sautes d'un train à l'autre parce que tu n'es pas confortable avec ce que tu fais. Tu as un doute parce que tu vois que tu ne sais pas comment te prouver aux parents ce que tu vas faire. Je pense à la base, connaître le corps humain. Il faut avoir un minimum de savoir, avoir une programmation. Pour, pour ça, il faut savoir, OK, euh, on est tel, tel mettons, c'est dans trois mois, j'ai un objectif à moyen, court et euh, long terme. Mm. Euh, voici ce que je dois faire, mes étapes. Ça, au moins, tu as quatre sur table. That is, I can't, I can't sorry, I'm trying to get my words because uh, you're like, it's so, this is the whole reason why I'm doing this. I'm, I'm inviting guests over because it's the, People need to understand that this is the reason why I, I, I'm I'm talking to trainers because uh, Monsieur, Madame, Tulmon, and the general, the the average individuals need to understand that. Um, like, forget the personal trainer aspect. It's just the you said it yourself. The importance of a proper program. Yeah. And but here's the here's the issue. Most people, well, most people. I don't want to say mo the the general. In today's society, with Facebook and social media being the biggest driver uh, to, uh, to, that, to influence uh, fitness, it is so, it is, I would say, at least 85% based on aesthetics, mm -hmm. weight loss, and that, that's basically it, it's weight good. loss and aesthetics. And so with that being said, there's... There, there's like the like 
there's many ways to, to, to achieve aesthetics and weight loss, but the fastest and most easiest way to achieve all that is basically cardio hit and just cut your calories in half, basically stop eating. And then I got it. And then after two months or like a month, you have like these body, like, Oh, look what, look what I made my client do in a month. But it's like, Hey, you literally just look like a skinnier, flabbier, flabbier version of yourself. So with that being said, one of the biggest issues is proving, you said yourself is proving to my client and not just to the client, but like, if I want to get my content out there, I need to prove to basically 85%, like the majority of the society that it's not only about cardio and starving yourself to get to where you want to be. Congratulations. You did it in a month. Now try and maintain that for another year. It's impossible. And if it is possible, your life is going to be really fucking shitty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, because no one cares about the benefits of a squat. However, if we say squat, if we tell girl, and I don't want to, uh, I don't want to generalize. I don't, don't want to make fun of anyone. But if we tell women that, hey, ladies, if you lift heavy, if you understand the importance of weight training, and proper movement for like proper mechanics of a squat, you will build a bigger butt. So a back on dice, aesthetic driven, they'll be like, let's go. You know what I mean? The problem is that it's not sexy. Bro, yo, if everyone listening, I swear to God, me and Alex, like we hopped on the Zoom call maybe two minutes before I hit record. And I just said, hey, Whatever we want to talk about, we talk about. You guys have to understand, we are not, this is not, we are not rehearsing. We are not reading anything. We are literally just shooting the shit. And you just said it, Alex, yourself. It is not sexy. And so how, what, what pisses me off, sorry, not pisses me off. What annoys me is how to convince someone that my programming that involves at least three months with me will get you to achieve better, better results for the rest of your life. And it's super hard to, to, to convince people that when they are so focused on this summer, right now, I have a vacation in like a couple in like in a month. I want to lose it right fucking now. So I want to ask you, because you've been around, clearly you're 45 fucking years old. <laughs> How many times are you going to say that? <laughs> like, what? Like, I'll, like, for, like I, I, don't want to, I don't want to talk about Jade Stomp, whatever, but like, I'll be very honest with you. I've watched Lucky Pass on Dub for, yeah, okay, I got a... I've watched it starting three years ago. Okay, and my wife, Morgan, uh, like, look, a little shameless plug here, Jade Stomp, if you're fucking listening, my wife finds you really fucking hot. Okay, whatever. Sorry, she's my wife. Anyways, uh, I got a kid to prove it. <laughs> and I've noticed from the three years, like from three years ago till now, I'll never forget 
Jay uh, was getting changed or whatever, and he took off his shirt, whatever. And this fucking guy looked jacked. Like he looked really, really, really good. Um, he was, he was, uh, you know, he had a, a pretty obvious six pack, which is very hard to maintain. And so, and I found out that you were his trainer and I wanted to ask, how did that come about? Cause obviously for someone like him in the spotlight, you have to look quote unquote, you have to look good. You have to look appealing. You can't look like a fucking fat piece of shit. You know what I mean? So how did that come about? How did you get him? How did you convince him if there was any convincing to be like, Hey, look, it could, this is going to take a long time for us to change your body. And um, how did you, how did that come about? Sorry, I got to shut my mouth. Jay, ça fait, honnêtement, ça fait vraiment longtemps qu'on est, euh, c'est vrai que c'est aucune de publicité avec mes, mes, mes clients. Non, it's true. No, you haven't. No. Parce que moi, j'ai une, c'est sûr, ça pourrait être hyper payant, Instagram, là, utiliser, euh, à part, euh, peut-être Etienne, des fois, qu'on a fait un peu. Ben, yeah, no, social media is everything, especially for trainers, man, for sure. Et, euh, et, Jay, ça, hey, ça date de longtemps. Uh, back in the days, en 2013-2014, j'avais un gym dans Griffintown, puis il était yeah. venu s'entraîner, il n'était pas encore connu encore, il était venu s'entraîner avec des amis dans mon gym, s'entraîner en Iron, mais puis il a joué au foot, il a un background quand même athlétique. Um, no, I didn't know that. Puis là, il était venu, il m'avait dit à un moment donné, Alex, hey, c'est drôle parce qu'il m'avait dit, Alex, le jour que je vais réussir, je te veux comme entraîneur. Oh, shit! Puis quand il, quand il commence à avoir du succès, il est venu voir Alex, j'aimerais ça que tu sois mon entraîneur. Fait que là, tranquillement, on a commencé à faire des programmes ensemble, s'entraîner ensemble, ben, comme entraîneur, entraîné. Puis, euh, puis ça date depuis 2014, 2013, 2014 environ. Donc, euh... Oh, so you've been training him since 2014? Yeah. 14-15. So, um, what were some of the things, because look, I, I saw obvious uh, change, and I'm sure you did too, Uh, from this past, I can't believe we're fucking talking about occupational dub, but I don't want to talk too much about, I don't want to talk about too much about Jade Stump, but one of the, the reason why I am is because all these women were freaking out about how great he looked, right? And even my wife assumed that like, oh, he's probably doing like, car, like a little bit of hit or whatever. It's like, no, I can guarantee you right now, if Alex is his trainer, which obviously you were like, he's lifting some really good heavy weights. Right? Heavy. Uh, and so what was, and you know, occupation dub is literally fucking like the whole fucking province, or at least all the little girls, uh, uh, like all of them in Quebec are listening to this shit. So it's like, how did you, what were some of the things that you focused on with him? Um, moi, mon moto, ça a toujours été bouge bien avant de bouger fort et bouger lourd. Okay? Fait qu'on a travaillé beaucoup sur la forme, la forme de son squat. On travaille beaucoup de techniques au niveau des deadlifts, sur toutes les overhead press. Mais après ça, euh, mettons qu'on s'entraîne, lui, il s'entraîne 3, 3, 4, 5 fois par semaine. C'est une machine de l'entraînement. Mais souvent, je le laisse aller aussi. C'est un gars qui aime le crossfit aussi. Fait que moi, le crossfit, je l'utilise comme cardio. C'est un, un genre de hit, c'est mon genre de hit training. Mais, même si je, 
Je ne suis pas un gros fan de l'appellation hit training, là, mais on peut en parler. Mais euh, fait que ça, c'est comme son, son cardio. Puis après ça, on fait du, vraiment du strength training avec des, des sets, euh, des primary lifts, B-series, C-series, D-series, puis euh, série, D, A, série A, B, C, D, hein, avec un primary lift tout le temps au début. Fait que, on dit qu'on focus sur vraiment technique à le vélo. Puis après ça, on décortique un peu la, la journée de, de, de programme en tant que tel. Ouais. c'est vraiment la, on travaille beaucoup sur la forme puis le vélo de manière sécuritaire de manière bien euh, bien appliquée so basically um, if you want to try and translate what you just said in a way where Monsieur Madame Tenmon could understand if you could summarize what I understand but like um, for the listeners en fait c'est vraiment comme je dis c'est bougez bien Travaille tout à santé, sur la technique, quitte à, à, à commencer un peu plus léger avec des high reps, des 12 séries de entre 10, 12, même 15 s'il faut, dépendamment de, de l'objectif, de, de type de personne aussi, puis 12, 12 cas part. Euh, c'est vraiment, moi j'aime beaucoup travailler avec des tempos, euh, surtout, puis euh, je sais qu'on me déteste dans les programmes parce que je mets yep. de tempo là-dedans, euh, surtout. They have to slow down. Ouais, un excentrique accentué, genre 4-5 secondes pour descendre dans un squat puis remonter, remonter rapidement, tu sais, normal. Fait que ça, tu sais, à mesure, ce qui est, ce qui est intéressant avec un tempo, c'est qu'à mesure que tu descends, tu vois que s'il y a une défaillance dans la technique, tu vas le ressentir. Et... Si tu descends vite, tu n'auras pas le temps de ressentir cette défaillance-là, cette technique-là, puis de dire, OK, il faut que je mette un focus, mettons à la moitié de son squat, au tiers de son squat ou dans le bottom de son squat. Tu sais, s'il si, si descend tranquillement, je ne vais pas voir s'il y a un butt wig, si, si les fesses arrondissent, si les genoux rentrent en dedans, si les chevilles sont instables. S'il n'est pas capable de descendre en bas, ce n'est pas nécessairement les hanches, peut-être que si ses yeah. chevilles ne sont pas assez flexibles, ils mm. permettent de descendre plus bas. Tu sais. Dans ce cas-là, est-ce que je suis mieux de travailler un peu de mobilité de cheville en premier? Puis après, ça, tu sais, après ça, tu es capable de, de voir... D'avoir bien des informations, si tu es capable de prendre le temps de, de, de regarder son mouvement, puis pour ça, il faut souvent ralentir ce mouvement-là. Tu sais. Si tu fais vite, tu vois rien. You just said it. Il prend, uh, prendre le temps, take the time. So, a little, little, little funny story. Uh, when I first became a trainer, I, uh, one, of my good, one of my first five clients, um, he came, he was a hit. It's funny that you mentioned hit. We're going to get into that. He was a hit fanatic, like CrossFit hit fanatic. Uh, and you lost a shit ton of weight. And uh, he deserves all the recognition. Like he worked very hard for it, right? Like who likes to wake up and go get their ass kicked over and over and over and over again, right? And so he hired me because he found that like, obviously it's like, oh, Justin, ex-Canadian long jumper, whatever. Finally is offering his services. And I was like, I'll be... I'll be honest with my, I'll be honest with everyone listening. Like I was the guy like, Hey, look at me. I'm an ex, uh, elite long jumper. I'm now offering my services. Everyone I'll come train you. But I also, but just, you have to understand. because I was, I was the way I was selling myself was, Hey, look at me, a guy who was really jumping very far mm -hmm. and looked like he was in shape. Come see me. You so, were in shape back then. Yeah, I was in shape That's back then. Happened, I don't know. Okay, okay, let's just stop right. right there. Thanks. Anyways, let's focus on the story here. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just, but here's the thing. We were both taught by some of the, arguably some of the greatest coaches that Quebec has to offer. 
right? Um, you know, Pierre-Marie Toussaint, Marc-Élie Toussaint, uh, shout out to Perf Max Racing, but it's just, we were taught, you know, eccentric, concentric, power phase, maximum strength phase, all of this stuff, and it was proper programming. So in my mind, you know, I've been in the track, a track and field. I've been, I've been trained by them for almost 10 years, more than 10 years. I had that with them, with this specific uh, person. And I knew that this guy was a hit junkie and a CrossFit junkie. So my goal was to do something that he was not used to doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because he was posting videos left and right about him squatting. And he was like the form, like you saw the knees coming in and like the, the body shaking, even with the, the fucking stupid fucking uh, squat belt. It's like, bro, like anyways, and I brought him in and I told him, okay, we're going to be doing for at least two weeks. We're going to be focused on eccentric for one week and then the next week concentric. And we'll, this gives you an idea of where you're feeling pain or where you feel like discomfort or like imbalances. Au début, he was like, I'm fucking down. Let's go. After the first week, he asked for his money back. And I was like, why? And then he's like, Justin, this isn't what, uh, and after the first week, like he saw and he felt like, oh man, c'est vrai. my knees do come in. I was filming it and we weren't lifting anywhere near as heavy as he used to, but he felt his knee come in. He felt his left hip hinge. He felt like everything. And then I'm like, this is the benefit. Some of the benefit of concentric or no eccentric training, mm -hmm. tempo training. And he wanted his money back. And he's like, this isn't what I'm looking for. And I was like, but you need this. Like mm -hmm. it, you, you are now aware of some of the things that is stopping you from becoming even stronger, better, and even healthier for the rest, like for the, for the rest of your life. And he's like, no, I just want to, I just want to work out. I just want to get that cortisol like boost. It's like, I, I'm like, man. And that was the biggest re realization where it's like, I realized as, as a, as a trainer back in the day, it was like, People don't give a fuck about programming. People don't care uh, like uh, of the detriments of like, you know, squatting properly and not going like ass to grass all the time. So I'll give you an example. And this is a great, a great example. Uh, you just said it yourself, hit. You said it yourself, you, you're not a big fan of hit. Neither am I. Um, however, hit has amazing 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 benefits yeah right short term you know like but the thing is and this goes back to people's uh, priorities everyone wants it right fucking now everyone wants to look good and lose weight right now so what do they do they do they go to hit classes and um i like I'll give a little shameless plug. Like my, I have my last name, Blackburn. My twin brother has three gyms, Blackburn Athletics. And it's a group class. And it's a very, very, it's, he's doing extremely well. Is it hit? Absolutely. Am I shitting on my brother's gym? No, because here's why. My brother understands. My brother knows. And he says it on his, in, in his Instagram, like, hey, look, like this is for Monsieur Madame Tanon. You could work out with a fucking, crossfit hit junkie but you could also work out with 
grand-mère Ginette, and they could work together. But like this guy is going to push his limits, and grand-mère Ginette is going to, you know, do her own thing. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're moving. It's just the issue. Il n'y a pas de problème. Il n'y a pas de problème. C'est rien que en tant que trainer, je trouve que excuse-moi si je t'ai coupé. Non, non. Il faut, faut rien que savoir, savoir son positionnement, où est-ce que, est que tu veux aller. Ce n'est pas, pas tous les entraîneurs qui veulent être nécessairement des strength coach, maîtriser la périodisation de, de A à Z et tout ça. Il y en a qui, qui veulent aller. Il n'y a aucun problème à, à vouloir se positionner d'un côté ou de l'autre. Il, il, il y a de la place pour tout le monde dans le monde d'entraînement. Yeah. Tu bouges de manière différente, tu as des goals différents, il y en a qui plus. Mais il faut que la, la personne qui vient s'entraîner sache à quoi qu'elle doit s'attendre, par exemple. Tu sais. Wow, yes! Mais c'est comme... Euh, c'est comme tu vas, tu vas au resto, tu, sais. tu peux aller manger un, un steak chez Europa, qui est un steak euh, de high quality à Montréal, le, que tu peux avoir euh, le best ou, ou le cake, tu as toutes les, les meilleurs steaks que tu veux avoir, ou bien tu peux aller dans une espèce de, de burger et avoir rien que la satisfaction d'avoir mangé un burger là, tu sais. Pas besoin d'avoir la qualité extrême des deux côtés. Tout, ça dépend de ce, ce que tu veux, ce que tu recherches dans, en termes d'appréciation de, 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 dans la vie bien, au niveau du sport. Euh, pis, les gens veulent bouger. Ils ne veulent pas nécessairement... Il y en a, il y en a qui veulent bouger, mais c'est à toi, là, à un moment donné, quand tu es dans la classe, dire à cette personne-là qui tu fais des squats, tu fais des hits depuis tantôt, puis tu es squat. J'aimerais ça au pire qu'on qu prenne une séance par semaine ou dans yes. le travail, juste ton squat, parce que tu vas pouvoir avoir des bons bénéfices en 8 ans, en 8 semaines de ce, de ce cours-là dans ton long cours. Long term. Et là, tu vas pouvoir enjoy et pas avoir de blessures. Hein? Fait après, la personne va continuer à faire ses hits puis elle va pouvoir tirer des bénéfices d'avoir un travail technique à un moment donné. T'sais? Mais t'sais, là, maintenant, tout le monde gagne. L'entraîneur et l'entraîné. That's it. It's just, um, now that we're talking about, you know, hit and all that stuff, I want to talk about, um, because some of the the characteristics of hit that uh, are related is um, overtraining. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you a great example. Je vais mettre une, une petite parenthèse au niveau du hit. Une des raisons, tu sais, que je ne traite pas sur l'appellation hit, hit, c'est du high intensity interval, interval training. Yeah. C'est quoi en français? Ent en, entraînement intervalle à haute intensité. Okay, that's okay. Anyways, okay, so hit. Okay. We're not gonna do no Bill 96 bullshit. We'll just stick to hit. Okay, go. Tu regardes un peu la en physiologie là l'exercice. Un entraînement, tu sais, c'est souvent mettons un set de, c'est souvent timé. Un des hits là, c'est vraiment bien des répétitions X, mais tu avec des des repos incomplets. Puis tout entraînement qui est fait avec un repos incomplet, que tu vois, mettons, tu vas faire ça pendant une heure, ça devient du cardio en tant que tel. Ce n'est pas du high intensity. Et tout ce qui est en bas de quasiment 85 d'intensité au niveau des charges, au niveau de, de ben, l'intensité en tant que tel, ça ne devient pas vraiment du high intensity. It's basically cardio with weights. Basically. Exactement. Exactement yeah, dude, no, no, I can. Because everyone says, like, when you just said 80, I don't want to cut you off either, but you said like 85% of the weight, but like people don't know that shit. But like, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. If you weigh, oh shit, little guys up, whatever. No. If, if you weigh, let's just say on average, if you weigh 190 pounds, well, hold on, give me a sec. <laughs> en fait, ouais, au niveau des pourcentages, il y a plusieurs manières de compter des pourcentages, mais... Euh... 85 ça revient à peu près du, 
à peu près du 5 RM, du 5 répétitions maximum. Ça veut dire ta cinquième répétition. Tu pratiquement pas capable d'en faire un sixième. C'est-à-dire tu fais un bench press, ça veut dire c'est cinq répétitions de ton bench press. La sixième, tu vas rusher. Tu ne seras pas capable de la faire parce que ta cinquième, c'est ta dernière que, que t as, que t as de, de gaz que tu as dans le tank. OK? Hey, Landon. There he is. Wow, there he is. Landon, the legend. <rire> Puis, euh, fait que, fait que tout ce qui est en bas de ça que tu peux faire un peu plus, parce qu'un 85% va te demander à peu près, tu es rendu à 2-3 minutes de repos pour avoir, pour refill up toute l'énergie qu'il qu te faudrait pour refaire la même répétition de 5. Fait que quand ça te prend un peu plus, quand, quand tu n'as pas un, un repos complet, ça, ça veut dire que c'est du intervalle, euh, ça devient du cardio parce que tu as encore de la teinte, de, de la, des réserves pour en faire un peu plus. Yo. Fait que tu refais à peu près à moitié et tu recommences. Fait que ça devient du cardio en intervalle. Dude, yeah, you're just working out your, your respiratory system. Like I said before, before Lanny fucking interrupted me, I was crying. If you're 190 pounds and if you're doing like bench press, dumbbell bench press 40 times with like 20 pound dumbbells, I'm sorry. Even he, even Landon agrees with me. It's, it's not, it's, it's not hit. It's just cardio with weights. You're just moving very fast with weights. Mais le problème, c'est qu'il y a aussi la... Je te coupe encore, mais la, parce que les gens, quand ils viennent à un gym, ils veulent suivre, ils veulent, ils veulent avoir l'impression d'avoir travaillé. Tu sais. Absolument. De moins en moins, maintenant, on donne le bénéfice à du travail où ce que tu n'as pas suivi, mais tu as travaillé. Ton système nerveux a travaillé, tu as récupéré. Ton corps a appris quelque chose. Quand tu fais un hit, ton corps n'est pas nécessairement appris quelque chose. Il, fait, il a juste dépensé de l'énergie. Puis souvent, il n'y a pas de mal à ça parce que c'est ça que les gens veulent. Ils veulent exactly. juste changer l'esprit, sortir de la maison, faire quelque chose pendant une heure, puis revenir à la maison avec l'esprit, faire l'esprit ouvert, puis euh, reposer repo, repo, de la maison, mais fatigué du gym. Fait que là, tu es, 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 es content, tu dépenses de l'énergie. Mais il faut donner un peu plus de bénéfices, puis de, de prioriser maintenant que quand tu vas au gym, tu veux que ton corps apprenne quelque chose. Il a appris à squat, il a appris à mieux bouger, il a appris à squat tempo, il a contrôlé son système nerveux, les hormones ont travaillé. Il n'y a pas juste dépenser d'énergie pour dépenser d'énergie. Il n'y a pas de mal si tu le fais, mais il faudrait donner un un peu plus ça, je trouve. That's such a good point. Like, there's so many people who do. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, like, I don't want you guys to think that we're shitting on people who do hit classes or whatever. Like, don't get me wrong, this is actually a fun fact. Uh, hit, and I'm sure you agree. Hit is hit hit is by far the most go-to exercise in uh, in North America, by the way. And I, I like I completely agree because hold on, let me just put this guy in a football position. Football position. What yeah. is it? okay? <laughs> Basically, like this, and call it a football position. Oh, let me just okay. There we go. So, and because of this stat, it's 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 normal because you just said it yourself. People just want to go to the gym to feel like they did something, yeah. right? And that's the thing about weight training and like squats. It doesn't, they, they don't get like, we could do four sets of heavy squats, but you won't get anywhere near the amount of effort or the amount of exhaustion that hit get, uh, gives you, right? Really? But like, Generally speaking, right, and this is one of the things about hit. And I actually had a conversation with uh, 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 they call him I can't believe I'm saying this, but an insta celebrity, and she has like over 200,000 followers. And it's not the point, but 
thing is like she she goes to a, a hit gym and she's lost a tremendous amount of weight and um she starts complaining not complaining she she starts addressing that um she's been feeling like shit listen to this she's been going to this hit class for over three years now she loves it she's with her friend it's motivating tom you're good for you like that's fantastic it's one of the, like doing something is better than doing nothing okay anyways and then she's been complaining so hear me out she do, she goes five times a week pre-workout intro workout bcas she cuts her calories in half she has like she does fasting all that stuff fasting is great by the way but you'll that's for a whole other uh, topic. Barely eats. Well, she eats, but like, you know, she, she, she's like this now. And she's been complaining that she, um, she sleeps like crap. Her, she's been super stressed out, moments of anxiety, feeling anxious. Uh, and then I, I told her, I, I asked her, I'm like, uh, and she takes melatonin. She takes melatonin, huh? Sleep before, I when, get like in order for her to sleep, she needs to take melatonin. Yeah. And she like, she talks about this and like, she doesn't brag, but she's like, oh, yes, like, you know, I take this, that. And I asked her, I said, have you ever considered stopping? Like stop working out. Have you ever considered to just take a day off? And she goes, the thought of me stopping training for my mind, like I, I'll lose my mind, right? And, but here's the thing, what I'm trying to say about a hit. When you are beating, you're basically just beating the shit out of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, and I made a, I made an episode about this. It's like, you know, um, like uh, I, how I say it is, we have three departments in our, in our body. It's the central nervous system, the muscle department, and the metabolism department. When you, and it's all about sending signals. It's all about signals and the proper signals. If you're going to a hit class, you are just beating the shit out of yourself, right? So the central nervous system is getting these signals. Like they're basically getting the shit knocked out of them. And they could, because they're getting the shit knocked out of you, the central nervous system is getting beaten up. The signals that the central nervous system is trying to send to the muscles and the metabolism, ça marche pas right? Because you're just beating the crap out of yourself. If your body starts getting used to that time after time, after time, after time, surtout pour elle, five days a week, eventually your sleep starts getting affected. Your hormones get affected negatively. You start getting anxious and uh, plus all these stupid pre-workout central nervous system fucking boosters, supposedly ça perd du poids, mais ça fait absolument rien. It, it, it fucks you up even more, right? And that's the thing I hate about HIT. And I feel like, um, like, but no one pays attention to that. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, tout à fait. En fait, je vais même rajouter un, un autre truc à, à partir de ça, c'est que, justement, quand tu parles de HIT, puis comment est-ce qu'elle, elle s'entraîne cinq fois par jour en faisant des HIT, puis euh, comment ça peut être néfaste pour son corps, mais le HIT, tu sais, le hit n'est pas bon. Moi, quelqu'un qui vient me voir et qui me parle de hit, déjà, je regarde un peu ses habitudes de vie. Okay? Quel type de personne, quel, quoi, ça, quel type de job qu'elle fait, quel type. Parce que 
Le hit, principalement, c'est du monde qui sont drivés par la dopamine, qui, sont, qui, qui veulent ça, qui veulent, qui veulent bouger, sauter euh, un peu partout. T'sais. Et ça, c'est vraiment un, un type de personne en tant que tel. Puis souvent, des, ces gens-là ont un, un travail qui est relié à leur aspect neurologique, comme, qui est justement euh, dopamine-driven. That's such a good point. Et des gens qui sont, mettons, qui sont des avocats, des, des, des traders, des, 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 des brokers, tout ça. Tous des gens qui sont beaucoup drivés par la dopamine, qui, qui, qui ont un stress, qui ont un stress de fou dans leur job. Okay? Là, tu mets ces gens-là qui travaillent huit heures par jour dans un, dans, un, dans, un, dans un domaine qui est vraiment stressant. Puis là, tu, tu vas rajouter une heure de, de training hyper stressant, où ce que tu sautes par, pour le corps en tant que tel, là, tu sais, où ce que tu sautes partout, es, ton système mm -hmm. est en tapis, t'as pas de temps de repos, tu es super fatigué. En plus, tu rajoutes des pré-workout, intro-workout, post-workout, plein de trucs. Café, plus le café qu'ils doivent prendre dans la journée. Quand est-ce que cette personne-là va récupérer? Il n'y a aucun moment. Parce que j'imagine qu'elle s'entraîne le soir, elle prend un, un pré-workout qui a énormément de caféine. La caféine reste 5 heures dans ton. Dans, la la demi-vie de caféine, c'est 5 heures dans ton, dans ton sang. Okay? Fait que si tu as pris des cafés dans la journée, et en, en, mettons, tu as une dépression, tu n'en as plus du, durant la rendue à 4-5 heures, tu en prends un autre café, tu es sûr qu'à jusqu'à 11 heures, minuit le soir, tu vas encore de la caféine la moitié de la caféine dans, dans ton sang. Fait que déjà, ça, ça va déranger ton sommeil. Fait que là, tu commences à prendre de la mélatonine. Puis là, ton corps finit par ne moins, moins produire de la mélatonine parce que tu, en, tu, en, tu supplémentes en protéine, en mélatonine à peu près tous les soirs. Euh, fait que là, tu, tu es en train de briser le, ce cercle justement de production de mélatonine et de, qui est relié à la sérotonine et tout ça. Euh, fait que cette, cette personne-là ne va jamais récupérer en tant que telle. Puis là, son cortisone monte dans le tapis. Son, euh, tout, tout son système nerveux est un peu fucké. Fait que maintenant, là, tu te dis, est-ce que c'est est le bon choix d'exercice pour toi de faire des hits? Peut-être que juste refaire du strength training ou ce que tu apprends à contrôler ta respiration, tu apprends à contrôler tes mouvements, va être beaucoup plus bénéfice pour toi. Puis tu peux avoir quand même un bon, un bon effet de fatigue. Absolument. Tu vas, vas bien récupérer de ça, tu sais. Tu vas pouvoir mieux dormir. I don't want to just like, I don't want to, I don't want us to sound like we are all about weight training and nothing about hit, but like individuals, there's some people who might be listening to this episode and be like, fuck, this is me. This is, this is me. Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to the class. I'm going to hit five days a week. I'm super fucking stressed. I could barely go to bed. The quality of my sleep is affected. I'm taking way too much caffeine. Like, what should I do? Should I do weight training instead? Um, we're not here to say weight training is the answer or the key, but what we're just trying to say is, you, you said it yourself, take the time and just analyze your situation and maybe, just maybe, before changing workouts, stop what you're fucking doing mm -hmm. and just take a fucking break, you know? And this is actually Alex... Uh, We only have 13 minutes left here because my uh, ties. Um, I just want to talk about uh, overtraining, right? So I'll give you a little example. Um, just recently, I uh, fell upon a video on Instagram uh, of a woman who is uh, training for a marathon. Uh, no, Ironman. And let's be real here. Ironman is no fucking joke. I don't know if you've ever trained anyone for Ironman before. Ironman, non, marathon, oui, mais pas de Ironman. Yeah, I've never trained anyone for Ironman. 
rien, une entraînée rien que pour la course de longue distance puis une natation. Yeah, exactly. Justement, même, en, même à la course, j'ai quelqu'un qui est venu me voir pour la course puis j'ai référé à d'autres mondes qui sont beaucoup plus compétents. T'sais. Je peux faire monsieur, madame, tout le monde qui fait une bonne programmation de course, mais pour ceux qui sont un peu plus trop extrêmes, j'aime beaucoup mieux référer à quelqu'un qui, qui voit mieux des trucs que moi. Hein. You know, that's, that's exactly it. But just, so the point is, it's like as impressive as Ironmans are, I feel like these Ironmans and these ultra marathons and all that stuff, keep in mind, I'm not shitting on, on these athletes. These are probably some of the most gifted athletes ever. And this woman, like she's in her 40s, right? And um, she was just saying that uh, she did her... 14th marathon this year right and her and the the iron man is i think it's in august and um she just finished her 14th marathon this year and she's been training every single day at least six days a week and all of a sudden keep in mind she's in her 40s and uh, you could be 40 you could be 30 you could be 20 whatever point is Uh, she did her first, her 14th marathon. And, you know, if you're an Ironman fucking athlete, marathons are is like considered like a, um, a little warm up, a little, you know what I mean? Like to see where you are in terms of run. This woman had her hip. Her, she felt it in her hip, felt it in her hamstring, felt it in her quad, felt it all down her fucking left side of her leg, like midway through. And she continued to push. And so I sent her and she, she, she was crying and I sent her a message and I said, Hey, look, I know how it feels like as athletes, whatever, like we, we, we put our bodies on the line, but I also say sometimes these signals that your body is sending you, these are messages to tell you that you got to take a fucking break. You are over training yourself and the importance of recovery, especially in a sport like that or any sport, regardless um is necessary and her answer was uh basically i i got no time for that i got no time for that i'm in a uh like i got an iron man to, to to pursue but yet you can't even finish a fucking marathon but yet you gotta swim you gotta bike so um i'm obviously not gonna say her name we only got 10 minutes left uh you've because you're so fucking old And you've, you've, you've trained so many, yeah, you're fucking Jack. I, I gotta, you know, it's whatever. That's the only compliment I'm going to give you. Um, you've had your fair share of clients way more than me, right? Uh, you're someone that I look up to immensely. And uh, I am someone who used to overtrain a lot. Matter of fact, if I would have listened to my body, uh, I probably would have uh, made the Olympics. I'll be very honest with you. Um, but a lot of athletes and a lot of people, not just athletes, but Monsieur Madame Tilmon, um, they start working out, they lose their weight super fast, and then they get this high of like, man, I'm on a I'm on a, I'm on a roll, I'm on a roll, and they just beat the crap out of themselves uh to achieve whatever goal they want. Right. So if I want to finish this episode where we talk about overtraining, and because some people who are listening may think, like, man, you know what? Like I am overtraining. I might be overtraining. What advice would you give to them uh, for those? Obviously, and not just stop fucking training. You know what I mean? But like, if you could just like uh, shed some light on that. We have uh, eight minutes left. Ben, pour de vrai, si j'ai une chose à dire au niveau de ça, c'est vraiment juste d'être 
progressive load, d'être progressif dans tout ce que tu fais, surtout pour, tu parles, tu parles de population générale, là, puis qui commence à l'entraînement. Moi, les clients qui viennent me voir, je veux, je veux commencer à m'entraîner, j'aimerais ça faire trois à quatre fois semaine. Okay, je dis, premièrement, est-ce qu'à date, dans ton horaire, tu as trois à quatre fois de l'entraînement, de la place pour t'entraîner? Okay. So good. Non? OK. On va trouver une place ou deux, puis après ça, on verra, okay, pour la première semaine. Fais de la place tranquillement dans ton horaire, puis après ça, on va pouvoir augmenter le, au niveau de la séquence de, 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 de training par semaine. T'sais. Ensuite, d'où tu pars? Est-ce que je vais commencer à te faire du, du squat euh, du 5RM tout de suite? Pas du tout du 5 répétitions max, non. On va partir à la base, essayer de build-up à partir de ta forme, de ta technique, puis ensuite monter la, donc, progressive l'autre, c'est progressivement monter la charge en tant que mmh. Tu n'es pas obligé de faire du 12RM parce que ta 12e, tu n'es pas capable de monter. On va faire du 12 répétitions. Puis, euh, on va se laisser peut-être un jeu de 10, de 10 reps. On va regarder à peu près les deux dernières si tu es capable d'en faire. On fait 10. Ensuite, on va te mettre un 15 secondes de pause. Tu vas faire un autre de plus, 15 secondes de pause, puis une autre. Après ça, tranquillement, on va adapter comme ça. C'est vraiment d'être progressif dans tout ce que tu fais au niveau de l'entraînement. Puis, te donner le temps. On est dans une espèce d'air où tout le monde est pressé d'avoir un peu yep. de résultats, puis de, 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 de beat tous les records tout de suite. Tandis qu'il n'y a rien qui s'est fait vraiment dans une semaine. T'sais. Au contraire, faut, autant que si tu mets du stress à ton corps, vas-y progressivement aussi au niveau du stress, au niveau du temps que tu vas mettre à l'entraînement dans ta semaine, puis dans ton mois en tant que tel, puis réévalue tranquillement à chaque semaine ou à chaque deux semaines comment ça a été, puis si tu es capable de faire du temps. Essaie pas de, de tout. Sinon, sinon, ça devient un autre stress que tu te rajoutes dans ton, à, ton, à ton corps. T'sais. Maintenant, il faut que je fasse fitter mon troisième. Fait que tu vas faire un, un troisième ou quatrième séance dans ta semaine hyper rapidement, que tu vas sûrement chier tout ça, parce que, mais tu veux rien que rentrer un autre entraînement en tant que tel. Tu sais, la dame que tu parles, sûrement qu'elle, pour être blessée comme à, à faire 14 euh, marathons de même, ça veut dire c'est 5 à 6 jours semaine qu'elle a fait, c'est pas moyen de la course. Yep. Fait que, moi, il y a quelqu'un à un moment donné qui me voit pour me dire ah, « je vais faire mon premier 10 km ». Est-ce que tu sais qu'un 10 km, ça veut dire c'est 10, 10 000, si tu fais un mètre par saut, mettons, c'est 10 000 impacts que tu dois faire à ton corps. Il n'y a, a aucun training d'entraînement qui est aussi tough que courir un 10 km parce que tu fais 10 000 sauts non-stop. Autant que dans ta tête, ça a l'air de « ah, c'est des petits sauts, c'est des jumps, c'est des pas, c'est des pas de course yep. ». Non, c'est un impact sur ta hanche, sur ta cheville, sur ta canne, sur tes bras, oui. sur tes genoux. Il faut que tu penses à ça comme quoi que est-ce que ton corps est prêt à avoir autant de volume, de charge, d'impact de, de, dans son corps? Est-ce que ta mécanique est en on point pour recevoir autant d'impact en tant que tel? Il tu sais? faut, faut que tu regardes tout ça. Puis, au niveau de surentraînement, c'est souvent essayer de trop, trop mettre de trucs dans ton sac en même temps. Tu, sais? tu veux t'entraîner, tu veux. Tu, ben, mettons, tu manques, ton entraînement est à chier, ta nutrition est à chier, ton sommeil est à chier. Euh, tu plein de trucs, justement, que tu n'as pas pris en considération qui pourraient t'aider. Puis tu focuses, mettons, comme elle, juste sur la course, probablement. Mais je vais juste m'aider là. Je ne sais pas, je ne la connais pas, la madame. Mais si elle a fait 14 marathons en, en 5 mois, ça veut dire qu'on s'entend qu'elle en a fait la deux semaines. Tu sais, je m'en Yeah. Et me slow down un peu. As tu fais de la musculation? As tu as travaillé tes, tes, de la musculation pour tes genoux, tes, tes hanches, tes chevilles, ton bas du dos, et tout ça? Tu sais? Qui, qui va t'aider justement à, à, à aider ta mécanique, ton, ton corps, ta structure à absorber tout cet impact-là. Tu sais. This is a... Oh, oh, I just scared Landon. Um, I'm going to finish. That was a very good... So, 
the way I the way we I have three we have three minutes left. Um, the way I look at it is, you have to think of your body as an amplifier and a speaker, right? Mm -hmm. And so a great example of that is people who train nonstop, super intense. It's like as if you turn the amplifier full max, 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 max. And the volume that's coming out of the speaker is so loud. Okay. At a certain point, that speaker is going to break something from the amplifier to the speaker, right? The, basically the auxiliary cord, something is going to either pop off or whatever. Someone's going to fuck up, right? But the issue is, is that, well, many of the issue is no one pays attention to their injuries, mm -hmm. right? So I'll give you a great example. If your leg hurts by either lunging or just bending down, picking up your kid, then you go to the gym and you just do upper body. Like people, and you've lost all this weight. Congratulations, you did a great job. But you cannot live day to day with the amp with the volume at max for that long. Eventually, someone's gonna pop off. And sure. the, the the thing that sucks is one of the other issue is people realize this and once when it's too late, when they get really, really hurt. And this is one of the reasons why overtraining, because people all overtrain. This is why they don't go back to fitness anymore because they tried it. I got hurt. Didn't like it. I went, I tried to go back. It didn't, it, 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 it wasn't like, I I'm not the same as I used to. So, um, with all that being said, we're going to recap this. We're going to summarize all this by basically saying, uh, listen to your body. And if you need help to listen to your body, obviously contact a personal trainer or better yet contact you alex are you on instagram are you on facebook like what's your what's your handle yeah j'ai mon, mon instagram alex dory 24 tout en un mot alex dory alex dory 24 where yeah. where's the 24 come from uh, mon, mon numéro de football oh okay okay okay, okay. i wish i was 24 again so, yeah mon facebook business qui est alex dory kinesiology excellent all right guys so look this was an episode with alex dory um this is not going to be the last time we hear of him. Uh, obviously, this was the first one of hopefully many episodes. We're going to, we spoke about a lot. We're very excited. Um, it's been a long time that we had a, that we had this opportunity uh, to just basically shoot the shit. So we're going to come back more structured and we're going to talk about uh, other topics that you guys need to hear about. If you guys have any questions about these, about any topics or concerns you want to know, please don't be shy to message me and uh, I'll have him on and uh, we'll discuss it. Uh, we'll discuss it in further detail with all that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening and don't forget to keep it simple.